Either we're listening to Midas Touch. We found your plans, trader. Host goes off on Diaper Donald. Thanks for a quarter mil. Even it's all law enforcement. Welcome to On Democracy, FP Wellman. I am Fred Wellman, host of your show. This is called Fed Up Host Goes Off on Trump Threats Reveals How to Crush MAGA on Democracy. On the Thanksgiving Friday night. Oh my God, it's going to be a crowd tonight. Maybe not. <laughs> Either way, I hope you got over your turkey, turkey snooze and uh, whatever liquor. Nobody got in a fight at dinner, all those things. And you join us here on Friday night at the Miles Touch for a special solo episode of On Demise with Just Me. So let's get on with the show. As I mentioned, I am solo today. We're just going to go. We're just winging it, man. We're going live. Just me and Matt in the booth. It's the holiday week. People are out of town. I don't want to bother any guests. Uh, hopefully, there's a bunch of you joining us tonight because you're bored. You're sick of grandma. You're sick of that uncle. That guy is so racist, right? I'm telling you. Anyway, I hope you're joining us here at the Midas Touch or on Andromoxy's YouTube or wherever you get your favorite podcast. No, if you are here on Friday night on a holiday weekend, be sure to say hi. Drop me a note. Say hi, Fred. I love the notes. I will respond to them, even the ones that call me terrible names, because that's America by God. Hey, I want to talk about a couple of things this week, though, and, and, and we're going to do we're sort of doing this in a phased approach, right? First, we're going to talk about the bad stuff, the threats we face, and, and just how serious it is. And the theme is one that's been used by some really smart people on the internet that I love following. And, and, and the idea here is that a lot of people are talking about the odds of who's going to win the race, the odds of Biden versus Trump, the odds of DeSantis ever recovering from his own stupidity and his lifts, versus the stakes. So what I want to talk about a little bit here is the stakes that are at stake, like what could happen if Donald Trump wins the presidency again. And, and then what the second part of it is that we take a break, we'll come back and we're going to talk about how we're going to win this thing. You know, what are the, what are the, how the good news are, where we're at, where things have been, and then what we're going to do and the things we should be talking about to, to bring America together, the issues that bring us together, and then uh, we'll go from there. So with that, I welcome, welcome to the show. I hope Mike Flynn's lawyers are here. We love having you guys here. I hope you watch the whole show. Got lots to say today, and you're going to love it. So even if you're just Mike Flynn's lawyer, make sure you bill. Anyway, so we're here with uh, me and myself. So, so the interesting thing this week, so things are happening. I've got this book up front. If you're watching the show, it's, it's called Strong Men by my friend Ruth Van Gia. She's a former guest of the show. Before I joined Maya's Touch, Matt, we got to get her back on the show. Uh, but it, she has been on, so we joined the Maya's Touch Network. But she's, if you look on the old On Democracy podcast channel on YouTube, you'll find my interview with Ruth Van Gia. And Ruth is a brilliant expert and she actually focused mostly on Mussolini but since then she's followed authoritarian movements and fascist movements as, as truly an expert not just this book is like you can see it's kind of dog-eared because I use this book a lot but what's interesting to me is the New York Times has really been coming on strong and I know we all beat up the New York Times I'm one of them I beat them up a lot the headlines get kind of weird but the reporting has been really excellent lately about Project 2025 the very dark and really scary plans of uh, the, this organization being run by the, the heritage of uh, heritage foundation folks uh, as well as other issues around Trump but this week they really kind of came out strong they did an article where and here's up on screen this the here's a screenshot of the cover talking about how his rhetoric and his language is really setting off alarm bells with people who are experts in 
authoritarian movements like my friend Ruth Ben-Ghiat. And I want to read you a little bit of the quotes that are in this thing, and you can see what we're talking about. And here's, what, here's one quote. There are echoes of fascist rhetoric, and they're very precise, said Ruth Ben-Ghiat, professor at New York University, who studies fascism. The overall strategy is an obvious one of dehumanizing people so the public will not have as much of an outcry at the things that you want to do. That's some really straight. And what that means is that he's saying things, if you remember from his Veterans Day speech, where he called people vermin, the fascist, you know, we're going we're gonna to clean out the communist and the fascist, you know, all these things, all these terrible things. This is an effort to keep dehumanizing his opponents. And it's part of the Republican movement, the attacks on LGBTQ, the attacks on, using the term groomers for anybody who supports LGBTQ rights. This is a pattern that goes out through history. And, 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 and you can see the language. Here's a graphic from our friends at Midas Touch, where we, we talk specifically about the, the language he's using. I mean, look at the, the comparisons. Hitler said, I will get rid of the communist vermin. Trump literally said, I'll get rid of the communist vermin. I will take care of the enemy within. I will take care of the threat from within. On and on, we see the language that Trump is using echoes Hitler. And, and, and we have to take that very seriously. You know, fascism is, is an authoritarian. It's seen as an authoritarian, far-right system of government in which hyper-nationalism is the central component. And as they often say, it also features a cult of personality around a strongman leader. The justification cult of violence is retribution against opponents. And the repeated denigration of the rule of law, said Peter Hay, is a historian who studies fascism. You know, the, it, it is it is very real. Now, okay, and, and, and past fascist leaders appeal to a sense of victimhood to justify their actions. The idea is we're entitled because we've been victimized. We've been cheated and robbed. Do you hear these words? I mean, you've heard these words. The constant discussion of 2024, they were cheated. They were robbed of their victory. Uh, I saw an interview with Stephen Miller with Steve Bannon where, where he's talking about, or excuse me, that Don Jr., I think, talking about how liberals are using the, you know, have been using the courts against the, against their enemies, which is exactly what they want to do, including my friend Mike Flynn, okay, who are using the courts to attack their enemies very directly. So there's this, there's this constant title of victimization and being, uh, being taken away. And, and I think, though, we're doing ourselves a disservice if we keep looking back 100 years. Because I don't know if you realize this. Last week or two weeks ago was the 100th anniversary of the Beer Hall Putsch, okay? Wow. The Munich the Munich Putsch, uh, where Hitler and his followers tried to take over the Bavarian government uh, during a Beer Hall meeting uh, with the leaders of the Bavarian government were in a Beer Hall giving speeches, and then tried to take over the Bavarian government, and then, in theory, marched to... Uh, uh, Berlin, much as Mussolini had marched to Rome. It failed, but it didn't get rid of, of Hitler. But I, I just find it ironic and, and interesting that that's 100 years this week. But things we don't need to go back. That's wonderful about Ruth's book, for example. Because Ruth doesn't just talk about these 100-year-old fascist movements, the OG fascist, who coined the term himself, Mussolini, but modern ones, modern authoritarians, like Erdogan in Turkey, like Putin in Russia, like uh, Orban in Hungary, the people that Trump absolutely worships and is constantly bringing out. My God, CPAC held a meeting in Hungary with Viktor Orban, okay, an authoritarian leader. And keep in mind, all these people were elected. I do air quotes when I say elected. And so we've got a real threat of an authoritarian who's angry, who's saying the words of victimization, who is saying all the things that people want to hear on his side and telling us what they're going to do. And that's the thing. He is saying exactly what their plans are. You can read 
Project 2025, as I've mentioned in previous videos and the podcast, it's available on the Heritage's, Heritage's website. It's something like, I don't know, 900 pages or something, where you can download it and you can read their plan. Now, of course, the really juicy stuff's not in there. We found out from other reporting. But our friends, again, at MySearch have a great graphic they just posted. You can look at it, and the graphic it lays out. Here's the handy list of what Trump has said he's going to do when he gets back in power. He's going to implement a national abortion ban. Okay, he said that in several interviews. He said that many times. Hell, during twenty, I think twenty sixteen or twenty twenty uh, campaign, he literally said there should be punishment for women who get abortions. He has said very clearly he's going to reenact the family separation uh, system at the border, one we're only just recovering from, as these children were separated from their families and have been lost in the United States uh, foster care system. Many of them separate from their parents for years for nothing, no real crime except coming with their parents. Ma along that immigration line, mass detention camps for uh, camps for immigrants. Uh, that goes homeless. along with things we've reported in another video I did for Midas Touch, where we talk about uh, unannounced raids of workplaces. Y'all are the fucking National stupid, moronic idiots. Put up with this shit. Scoop people up, fast track Stop them out of the country. Stop putting up with these fucking traitors. He's already traitors. said there's tax cuts for the ultra wealthy. He's mad that his friends are getting are getting uh, you know getting targeted. He's going to use Schedule F to gut the civil service and staff our government with MAGA loyalists. We're going to have, he's or promised we want more guns, not less. Yeah, he wants he's being obvious. He the speeches. When, when Trump brings Hitler. up education, he goes right to guns. He's going to stock our DOJ with lawyers who ignore the rule of law and prosecute his opponents. He said very clearly on uh, a number of interviews that he plans to prosecute the Bidens. He wants to prosecute all those of his own people from the first term who offended him, like uh, General Kelly uh, and and uh, uh, Ty Cobb and others, and of course William Barr. He wants to prosecute them because they they came and they they were disloyal to him. And he's said too many times. The county is going to pardon the January sixth insurrectionist. That's just a short list. I mean, I, I love my friends at my stretch. That's actually a kind of short list. That doesn't talk about bringing back our friend Mike Flynn. It doesn't talk about Stephen Miller getting replay put back in the government. It doesn't talk about this guy Mike Davis who is being touted by Bannon to be the next attorney general, who literally oh is God. threatening people and saying they're going to be thrown in jail. Talk about Mehdi Hassan. Your day he tweeted that he's going to deport and denaturalize Mehdi Hassan. Talk about putting Tim Miller, huh. Tim Miller, who's a former guest of the show as well, 